All right, everyone, welcome to this episode of Brands Tech. How are you all? I hope that everyone's been doing well. So today, as you can see, I have my my guest for today, Carl. Welcome. I'm so glad to have you once again. Again. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to see uh, if, if you're watching this, well, if you're listening to this on uh, the Brands Tech podcast, this is actually uh, where we're doing this in uh, in video so we can actually see each other and it's a different experience. Hopefully, hopefully it'll go well. Yeah, I'm really hoping that this goes well as well. So today's topic is actually about um, the modern smartphone race. And so um, if you, for those of you who have not heard, LG recently um, announced that they are leaving the smartphone race. There wasn't much else to the announcement, more so that they were focusing on other stuff such as and their enterprise and their new and their new consumer products that for them, they didn't really see a future in the smartphone market. And so their last day as a smartphone manufacturer will be July 31st of this year, I believe, to, of course, fulfill current contracts that they already have that they are obligated to do. But besides that, this is a rather, I guess, sad and I guess, I don't know what else would be the term, but very bittersweet day for the smartphone market. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because I mean, the whole thing with with Android is that anybody can really do it, right? And LG definitely brought their own their own spin on things, which is really interesting to see. And they were definitely they were easier and more, less expensive to buy than um, like what like a Samsung or a bigger um, Google phone necessarily. So I'm it's sad to see them go, but I'm curious to see what their next projects are going to be. Yeah, definitely, and. You know, for me, for those of you who don't know, I have actually used LG products for a while, like on and off. And so one of my first tablets that I had was the LG G-Pad, for the full name, LG G-Pad 7.0 LTEA, for that super long name. But but I had really actually enjoyed my experience with that tablet. It wasn't something that I went out and purchased for full disclosure. It it actually came with my Samsung phone that I had because Verizon had a deal at that time. And so, but I had, I had really like come in and very excited for the product. It was a really nice tablet. I went through two of them, no fault of LG. That was, that was my, my bad, but, but you know, the, it was overall a really good device. I really enjoyed it. And it was enough where, you know, for my next phone cycle, I actually switched to LG phones for a little while um, for about, maybe a year and a half or so. And I, the device I had was the LG G6. And so for those of you who don't know, because a lot of people aren't quite familiar with that phone, it actually came when a lot of smartphone manufacturers were switching to having a all screen device where instead of all of the physical buttons, instead you have a lot of more on screen buttons and yeah, and more of that you know, experience where uh, we have a 16 um, to 9 ratio on um, 2 to 1. And overall, it was a really great device. And it also had this amazing uh, wide, wide angle camera on the back. And I just truly loved my time with um, that device. I still actually own it uh, and I use it um, semi regularly. And so, yeah, alongside my um, current phone that I use, I'm made by Samsung. But you know, but regardless, I really had enjoyed, you know, what LG had to offer, especially since, especially in the later years, they didn't really, you know, try to be, you know, by me because, you know, because we're, 
I don't know, that we have the super fast um, speed or this nice camera, even though their cameras were truly amazing, in my opinion. But in any of these other features, they were really, you know, we want to be here if you want yeah, if you want our products, we want to give you the best experience. We don't want to give you any gimmicks. We don't, you know, we don't want to try to, you know, scam you. We just want to give you the best experience possible that we can offer you. Yeah, I, I know me personally, I haven't had as big of a uh, influence, I guess, or experience with LG phones. But I do, I do have one that is, I don't exactly remember what it was. I was just trying to look up and see if I could find it. Couldn't find it. It was the coolest LG phone I'd ever had. I, I got it a couple of years ago. And instead of like a regular um, Samsung phone that I'm used to now, that just seems kind of, you can't really see it much, but uh, this is a Galaxy S10e, it, compared to kind of their really simple, just copy and paste style from model to model, it was really interesting because it was intentionally made to be thinner it, in terms of, uh, I guess, width. It, it was a lot thinner and it was also taller which is really interesting, but it still retained the same size. And it was actually a lot easier to handle than one, like one of these new smartphones. But in terms of camera, I, I have to agree. Their cameras have been pretty good. I really love that phone. But other than that, I, I think it's a really interesting move by them. Um, you discussed that potentially it was because they weren't making any money off their phones. Yeah. I, I believe that's one of the general um, assumptions for it because you know, a, a lot of times, you know, if we're thinking of smartphones, as, as much as I'd hate to say it, and there are so many amazing companies out there, you know, whether they run Android or, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunate rest in peace to BlackBerry 10 and, and Windows, all of the Windows phone, Windows 10 mobile iterations. But, you know, but there's so many other like smaller operating system out, out there. But even still, there's over, I believe, 14 it's been a while since I've checked the number, but I at least know as of about three or four years ago, it was about 1,400 different Android device manufacturing brands, at least. And so, you know, and I really don't want to discredit them, but for most people, at least the average consumer, most people are looking at the race as either Samsung or Apple, as much as I would hate to, to say it. And maybe they might consider something like Google or what have you, but that's really what it is in most people's eyes. And so, I mean, they have the, they have the most funding behind them. I mean, they're, they're going to have most, the most marketing and that's at the end of the day, I think that's what's going to win them. One of the two that's going to, you're going to win. I mean, obviously you're still going to have markets for lower cost third party phones. That, that's weird because technically everything that runs Android is third party, but um, besides the Google phones, but it, it's, it's an interesting it's interesting to see that because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have expected that of all things happening. But having that diversity in the market is really nice, though, because you know then you have different things. If you want a phone that's more refined for gaming, I know Razer is making a phone. I thought, I thought that was cool. Uh, you're having people come up with uh, the the Droid. Oh yeah, Motorola. Yeah, a while ago, which is really cool. I love that phone. Yeah, Motorola Droid. Uh, other than that, I mean, then you'll have the Google phones, which are just Google in phone form, right? And then you're going to have the just Samsung, which really cool. But then you're also going to have small things like, um, I don't know exactly what it is. I think it's Motorola, actually. They have really just cheaper phones that are just, and LG as well, they had cheaper phones that were a lot more appealing to a regular consumer than 
you know, a $2,000 Samsung phone when, when it first comes out, right? It, it was a lot easier and more accessible to regular Joe. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and even speaking of all of these different brands, you know, a part of this that I think is you know, interesting to fathom really is that, you know, in terms of LG leaving, it's not like, for example, other major players such as uh, Nokia, Blackberry, um, Motorola, and you know, different instances. Whereas, you know, for them, they were top leaders of the smartphone market at some point or another. And while many people consider them out of the game, they still very much exist. They may have changed ownership or maybe that company itself no longer is the actual manufacturer, but rather another company. But they're still actually in the race. They're just lesser down or not as don't have the same brand recognition as they used to, whereas LG is just outright leaving. And so it'd be interesting to see, mm -hmm. like, if they really stay gone. I mean, I don't really see a true reason for them to re-enter per se, but it just seems so interesting that all of these other legacy brands truly have stick stuck around at some way or another, whereas LG is personally choosing to exit themselves. Yeah, it, it's interesting to see that because, I mean, I, I just, I mean, it, it makes sense. Right. Because like you said, there are tons of manufacturers of phones and if they're not really going to go with their own um, operating system, there's not really reason to go. Right. There's not there's not a reason to stay in the market, especially if they're losing money on everything. But seeing this, it looks like you, you discussed it a little bit before. And I just looked it up here. LG is instead going to focus on different areas. They can just basically just pump money into such as electric vehicle components, connected devices and smart homes. That's interesting. I, I mean, I could see the, the vehicle, electric vehicle components, um, especially in terms of the, uh, I guess, the, the computers, I guess, or the UI systems that are on board a, a, a new car, right? You, you see that all the time. I, I think that's really cool. It's a really, really simplified UI and everything, but it's still, it's running some basic, probably Android in the, in the back end, which is really cool to see. And I know personally, I have a phone and I'll turn on uh, my, my father's car and then my phone will just automatically switch to Android Auto or uh, Samsung Auto and it'll do the same thing on the um, dashboard. And it's really cool to see that. And I think if they do that, then they have a really good niche market because there's not a lot of developers for that currently. And especially if you want to have, uh, I guess, more third party applications come to those systems, it'd be a lot easier to have them go and be the, I guess, facilitators of that development. Yeah. And if I may, one of the things that I think that you actually like brought me like right into this topic actually is that, yeah, in terms of companies coming and going, especially throughout the different markets, the one that came to mind is actually BlackBerry. For those who don't know, at the time that BlackBerry was most known, the BlackBerry smartphone brand, it was owned by a company called Research in Motion Limited. They have since changed their name to BlackBerry Limited. And so just to avoid confusion, I will say the whole BlackBerry Limited, just because they have like a lot of, of different brands with their name on it. But, but BlackBerry Limited, they had been making smartphones for years. And so they always, for the most part, used proprietary operating systems, first BlackBerry OS, and then BlackBerry 10, which... I'm not sure if you know this, Carl, BlackBerry 10 towards the last year or so um, actually integrated Android stuff into it. 
their competing operating system. And so more or less without going into too much detail in this podcast episode, essentially, if you remember the Fire Phone that was released by Amazon about 2015 or so, mm-hmm. So BlackBerry yes. assumed that, yeah. um, well, I guess a part of it was that they assumed that they were going to, you know, mark, you know, market off rather well because it, well, it's Amazon. They're known for having very successful products. And so the idea was that with, um, Amazon's fire OS operating system, that it would also, if they partner with it and have the Amazon app store also be on BlackBerry 10, that both platforms will excel at once. Sadly, that's not the case, and mm-hmm. the Fire Phone was a flop, so thus it didn't really help. Uh, I'm looking now. It, it uh, Sorry, you finished, Scott. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that it didn't really help BlackBerry in that instance, but you can continue what you were saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense, because then you're, in, instead of going for all first-party stuff, right, then you're just going to move into more of just a support role. BlackBerry would move into kind of a third-party support just kind of a phone that you can put anything on right that wouldn't necessarily be what they wanted to especially if they're going for their own market um or taking their own share of the market rather than just being a facilitator for third-party things looking at it now it, it blackberry 10 looks pretty similar to android like remarkably similar yeah but what's interesting is that they actually so after the release of blackberry os and is that blackberry limited the company actually purchased the operating system qnx and Mm. and while that name may not necessarily ring any bells right now for those listening and i'm sure it just sounds like a lot of foreign talk right now but more or less even though blackberry 10 is built off that qnx operating system but qnx is actually the backbone of a lot of car infotainment systems And that's BlackBerry's current, the company's current thing that they're doing is focusing primarily on other ventures such as enterprise and car infotainment systems and other things of that nature. I believe they actually partnered with Ford and Lincoln not over the past four years or so to primarily be the supplier of those systems for those vehicles. And, hmm. and I think they actually helped pioneer a, a self-driving car prototype in a couple of years ago um, in partnership with one of those companies in Canada, I believe, around 2016 or 17. I mean, if it works, it works. Um, thinking also about that, I, it makes sense that, 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 I mean, there's two sides of that coin, being a support role for Amazon and having the Android, Amazon App Store on that would be would be good. I mean, in, in theory, it would be good. I know personally, I haven't heard about anything about a Kindle Fire in recent years at all. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of just dropped out of the market. I mean, they, they worked. I know my family had one, and it, it worked really well. Uh, it did what it needed to do. It was really, really simple, and that's what it was meant to be, right? But it, it kind of, I mean, we're seeing everything move towards either it's disappearing or it's being bought by Apple, right? Or it's being an Android facilitator, you're making phones that are going to run Android, period. And uh, granted, you can have different things on the phones and, and different accessories and different uh, hardware on the phones. But at the end of the day, it's all running the same back end, right? Yeah. And to finish up my story about BlackBerry, and so what they did was that in 2016, they actually transitioned out of the smartphone market. BlackBerry limited the company. 
But what they decided to do was the company themselves, as I mentioned, were focusing more on enterprise and other ventures. And so what they did was that they got um, two companies and a joint venture to essentially take over the BlackBerry mantle in terms of smartphones and other consumer services. So, for example, the Chinese company TCL, they went ahead and took over global sales and marketing for BlackBerry smartphones. Another company, um, Optimus, they went ahead and took over India. And then there was a joint venture as well that took over Indonesia um, in terms of hmm. BlackBerry. And so they were supposed to all work together and essentially be the new BlackBerry, uh, quote unquote. And while BlackBerry, the company, focused on other stuff. But sadly, what happened in that instance was that I guess there was a little confusion of what exactly was supposed to be going on and a lot of confusion between the few companies. And I'm not sure of all of the exact details, but more or less what ended up happening was last year, TCL was essentially the only remaining active company out of those three. And they did, mm-hmm. and BlackBerry did not renew their rights to continue. Um, making BlackBerry devices, but now a Texas startup, op, I bl- believe it's called Upward Mobility, is now going to take the BlackBerry brand um, but sometime this year in terms of smartphones. And hmm. and I think they will also, while it's still enterprise-based, I think they will do a little something for consumers as well, but it will be more enterprise-based than previous BlackBerry iterations. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when thinking of that, even though that is a very uh, complicated thing. And I believe I had a podcast episode about this not too long ago, but you know, but when I was thinking of LG's transition into their business model, this is really what I was thinking about because you know, the companies seem to have the same, you know, the same idea and moving into a market that they're better suited to handle, but they have different approaches. Whereas BlackBerry wants to keep their name recognition among consumers and yeah, stay in the market in some capacity. LG, on the other hand, is pulling out altogether. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. In two very drastic different paths are taking. I mean, they both work. Yeah, I think probably BlackBerry is probably the safer bet, though. I'd say keeping keeping a little bit, keeping your name alive in in somebody's mind is, is definitely good and still keeps the door open for potentially coming back into the market and being a bigger force later on um definitely just dropping the market altogether <laughs> you obviously didn't have any real plans to going forward and you didn't see anything going forward uh you, and just to, to harken back to what you said earlier you discussed how uh, really samsung and apple are the only big ones around here well, at least in, in america right that's not the case for the rest of the world, I, I think, I would argue. Very true. Because you, you said there's a ton of manufacturers of Android devices, right? Yes. The reason, and the only the only reason that's because is because, one, it's very cheap to have Android. And then two, it's really, really simple UI, everything. And three, because of all of those, because of both of those, you can have all just different manufacturers, different countries across the world making things all run the same device, the same you um, same OS, but they're all drastically different and maybe localized to some extent, which is definitely a boon compared to um, the Apple devices around here specifically. But yeah, I'm interested to see really what happens with, with this uh, leaving the market. I think them going and focusing more on, on cars and focusing on other ventures is definitely a good idea, especially if they're leaving the smartphone market. But I, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. Hopefully, they'll keep 
some something that's commercial, but we'll see. Yeah, that is very true. And I would like to point out, though, before we go ahead and begin to wrap this up, that the company Huawei is actually the is also one of the top three smartphone manufacturers globally. And I believe for the at the height of the pandemic, they actually topped both Samsung and Apple to be number one. But hmm. you know, but relations between China and the US are not necessarily the best right now. And so that's one of the reasons why. And they're not really they're bigger in other markets outside the US than actually in the US. So that's really why you know we don't really see them as such a big competitor to those ones at least you know domestically but you know, internationally i mean that that they are like a big yeah trio of manufacturers but yeah but yeah it should be interesting to see really how the market moves forward and if any other companies are going to take similar directions you know in terms of you know whether they're what they're going to do in the market i know the company htc actually put out not necessarily a statement, but they went ahead and announced a new device. I guess it had a schedule or more so confirmed it exists to show that they're not leaving the market. Um, mm -hmm. Unlike what what many people assume uh, that they, they are here to stay, even though they are a fraction of what they were. But keep going. I mean, I think it, it makes sense, though. I mean, in, in terms of how they're, they're, they're uh, planning, I guess, you, you want to intentionally step out... It was a good strategy to begin with, right? I don't, I don't know. I want to say ten years ago, that's when we really had a ton of uh, smartphones become a big thing, right? Yeah. When that happened, everybody jumped in and, and jumped on the bandwagon to try to get a piece of the pie. And at the end of the day, there were winners, there were losers. Huawei, Apple, Samsung were the big winners. You have some other people that had smaller pieces of the pie, and then you have some that just now, ten years down the line. Are realizing you know maybe it wasn't it, right now it's not necessarily the best option for us so we're gonna go somewhere else and that works i mean save some pie for everybody i guess and if you don't get the pie and you don't think it's worth it then you can give somebody else i mean yeah i mean i'm still interested to see what they do but yeah yeah but yeah that is definitely very true and like just how we said right now it's the smartphone market who knows what it could be in the next 10 years and so mm -hmm. you know maybe lg will be the top to that market well, I'll just really have to find out. have to hope for the best for them and best of luck to LG and their next ventures. I'm certainly going to miss them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but as always, this has been a great discussion with you, Carl. Thank you so much for joining and for keep joining. Absolutely. Thank you. It's, it's, it's been fun and I'm uh, excited to see what, what, what we're going to talk about next time. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to each of you who tuned into the YouTube version of this this has been yeah, a great experience and so i definitely think that one day we should try this out again of course the full version will be on my podcast station as always absolutely yeah i, I think it'd be a ton of fun to do some 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 video again it's it's a different change of pace yeah absolutely but yeah thank you all so much for watching or listening or maybe both uh, to today's podcast i hope you all really enjoyed it and I'll catch y'all later. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to y'all later.